I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. So then, yeah, I turned you into a robot. I, like, put, like, 60 different filters on your voice. You sounded like someone talking through a Buzz Lightyear microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I actually was. (laughs) Yeah, you were doing the whole up into the T-Pain mic. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember that era of, like, when there were a bunch of toys out that were voice changers? Yes. It was a good time. We had, uh, was the one that we had Buzz Lightyear? Did somebody else have Buzz Lightyear? I think we had Buzz Lightyear and we also maybe had a Darth Vader one. I had the just generic robot. <laughs> it's like a knockoff or something. It's like just robot. <laughs> like a great value brand Darth yeah. Vader. It's like <laughs> great value dark father voice changer. Dark father, yeah. <laughs> Spooky dad. <laughs> Spooky dad voice changer. Um, when we were little, I, like, wasn't even really into Star Wars. Well, sort of, like, because the prequels came out when I was still, like, quite young. Yeah. Um, so Rory and I went to go see them in theaters. But he really wanted a lightsaber toy, so my mom wasted one of my Christmas presents on also getting me a lightsaber toy, because otherwise Rory would have no one to play lightsabers. (laughs) Uh. Thanks, Mom. Plus, he's a loser who's always obsessed with being a good guy. So I had to be Darth Maul, but it was kind of sweet because I could do quite a bit of damage with the double-sided lightsaber toy. At least you got the good lightsaber. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He always wants to be the good guy. I know. I know. I don't have that proclivity. No. What's going on with you? Not very much. I... Watched a couple episodes of the new season of Drag Race yesterday, randomly, and I still hate it. I've been tuned out of Drag Race for probably three or four seasons now. I haven't watched it since season six. Season six? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think the last season that I watched was maybe All Stars 2 or 3. Yeah, it's been a while then. Yeah. Um... I watched the season where Trixie Mattel was on again. Yeah. Okay, mm. yeah, I did see that too, but I wasn't, was like, super invested. All-Stars 2 or 3. I'm not sure which one. Anyways. Um, there's a guy with a very punchable face on this season. <laughs> I have seen a lot of people talking about this, this one. Someone said he looks like a... Um, like a horror villain okay like not like a horror villain but like um like someone who just you can tell from looking at their face that they're only gonna be there to do evil when they come on the screen yeah there's a couple people with like distinct faces this season there's one guy that kind of looks like my cousin when he wears drag which is like confusing uh, <laughs> like you look like your cousin who's a girl yeah. Okay. Good for him. <laughs> Fish. Not really. <laughs> okay. So he's passing, but your cousin is not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There was like a guy who's trans on this season. Oh, see, that's interesting because I was just thinking about 
the do you think they had to do that as like a PR move? I it must be. I kind of feel bad for him that he's like a PR stunt. Wait, so it's a trans guy. Trans guy who does drag. Yeah, who does drag? Oh, see, but okay, that's interesting. They had to do that because then it's like still fits into their they're the like boys only they want everyone to start as a man and then yeah. transform is into a woman they won't let any like trans women be on the show even though yeah. a lot of them do drag or like it's, trans feminine people it's funny because it's like i didn't think that it was rupaul's passing race like i didn't i think know right how, how much anyone really managed to successfully convince us that they were a wimp a woman was like one of the criteria of how successful they were going to be. Also, like if we're doing a, like I saw someone do a tape that was pretty funny. was like RuPaul asks like letting trans women into drag races, like having athletes doing steroids in professional sports or whatever. But it's like, we can't act like all of these guys that come in don't already have like fillers and shave their brows off and obviously do other stuff that make it easier for them to automatically transform into being women. Yeah. And like there's challenges too. So like being a woman isn't going to make you good at like the music video challenge. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Also like some of the Queens are ugly. Like it's not their thing. Like some of them are like objectively not attractive and that's their whole thing sound queens are ugly that's right yeah also there's two people this season who describe themselves as female impersonators which i thought was really weird that is weird that but the is... whole thing is like being fish like passing which is like very strange i oh, okay i was kind of curious about this because um with all the stuff surfacing about sophie's death rest in peace um yeah there people were talking about the old fuck fader i think was the name of the publication article and the grimes quote in it where basically they said that sophie before she was out was um doing female impersonation or doing female appropriation i believe was the term that they used they they thought that she was profiting off using a girl's name and you know like toying with gender presentation and like aesthetics of femininity in her music (laughs) interesting Um, but that was before she was out um but then people were mad because Grimes did a whole rest in peace post or whatever after she basically said that Sophie couldn't (laughs) and delayed no claim to femininity like six years ago or something i feel like grimes has really done a 180 on the whole like gender presentation thing and like i feel like it's obviously it was a shitty thing to say but Mm -hmm. i think that she's really changed her perspective on that I mean, she's publicly arguing with her husband about pronouns online, so yeah. I guess she's done the work. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> if that's the work. I just think it's funny to, like, poo-poo, like, to act as if there's any privilege to be gained from interacting with, like femininity as we understand it like traditionally yeah there's obviously not like 
I don't know what any, like, if it were someone else, I don't know what any male producer would have to gain by using a girl's name and putting, like, girly toy box sounds in their music or whatever. Yeah, like, it doesn't even really make sense. No. Anyways, I'm, I'm glad you revisited RuPaul's Drag Race. Maybe I should yeah. do the same. <laughs> this season seems okay, but the reason I stopped watching is because it's so repetitive and it drives me insane. Um. Yeah, I basically, I don't know why I stopped watching. I guess I, there's a lot of things that I stopped watching because, like, there was a lot of stuff I used to watch by myself. Yeah. You know, or the thing that I loved about living with my brother is that he smokes enough weed that he'll watch anything. Right? Yeah, he would watch so, like, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> he would watch RuPaul's Drag Race with me. He was excited when new episodes were coming out. He would watch, uh, like, Shit's Creek and New Girl and shit with me. That's, yeah. like, not something that I'm going to subject my boyfriend to. No, that's not fair. Because it's, like, that's stuff that if he was out of town, I would watch all those things, I'm sure. Um, but it's like, I, I just have very limited, it's not that I, I have limited TV watching time in general, but it's like, I, if I watch an hour or two of television a day, it's usually like a movie or something that we both have to enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) You want to watch something you're both going to like. That limits my brain melting television time. (laughs) That's probably for the best, honestly. I do watch YouTube videos sometimes when I'm like cooking or doing other sorts of like mindless shit, like uh, folding laundry. Oh, yeah. But I usually just like turn my brain off by watching somebody like make a thousand parodies or something. I watched a video called The 15-Hour Potato. <laughs> what is it? It's just a slow... Is it like a, a sped-up, slow-roasted potato? It's um, a confit potato. Yeah. And then you put it in the fridge overnight, and yeah. then you cut the fridge square into squares, like the fridge potato yeah. into squares, and then you, um, you <laughs> deep-fry the squares. <laughs> Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> a, d- a deep fried, French fried confit potato. Essentially. Like, uh, I don't know what the point was. <laughs> <laughs> Decadence. Uh, I imagine. My my boyfriend is, like, obsessed with food safety, so I, ha- I haven't really approached the concept of confit with him yeah, because I don't think he'd be, like, down with me being, like, and the chicken can keep for, like, three months as long as it's fully submerged in a fat bath in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about it either, honestly. I think it's fine, um, but I'm, will- I'm willing to gamble with these things, you know. Not a lot of people <laughs> are willing to put food poisoning on the line. I've never yeah. given myself food poisoning. I've only ever got it in restaurants, actually. I have given it to myself. What was it? Chicken? Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Sometimes you can't know, though. Like, sometimes it comes and it's already bad. Yeah, like, it was, like, a day... I shouldn't have eaten it. It was, like, expired by, like, one day or something. When you got the package? No, when I ate it. 
oh, when you, but it was like, it's already expired before it was cooked, or you ate it when it was too old in the fridge after you had cooked it? I ate it when it was too old in the fridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, this is so ridiculous. I got food poisoning from eating guacamole at the Blue Cactus. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> How do you even get food poisoning from something like vegetarian? They must have used like mayonnaise that was out for too long or something. And it's like, what the fuck is mayonnaise doing in the guacamole? Or the like avocado had listeria or something. Yeah, or they like used a chicken knife when they chopped Ew. up the ingredients. I know, Ew. I know, but anything's possible in a restaurant kitchen. I know restaurant kitchens are, like, cleaner than home kitchens, but it's, like, you never know. <laughs> yeah, that's so gross. Mm-hmm. Anyways, should we talk about stuff? Yeah, let's talk about things. Since we're already on the topic of food, you want to talk about the spinach that can send an email? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they sent is... spinach an email. <laughs> they did surgery on a drape? Is that what yes. you <laughs> <laughs> I like I sort of like lost over the articles about this but I exclusively wanted to talk about it because the headlines just made me laugh a lot me too um, so essentially they like I don't understand the science of it I'm not going to pretend to but basically various plant material that they've been working on in labs can now um, basically communicate digitally when it like is obtaining certain nutrients or minerals or whatever from the soil or not obtaining them which is like obviously a useful in terms of your plants being happy but the main usage that they want to use this for is like I guess plant spinach and stuff and then it can figure out if there's like harmful chemicals or like landmines or whatever in the soil that's so specific I know but I guess it like makes sense because if there's spinach that's you know you plant one plant of spinach and then it's like oh you can't use the soil to plant anything else you didn't waste all those times and resources waiting to harvest the plants and then test them for harmful chemicals before anyone eats them right yeah like the thing that confuses me about the (laughs) about the landmines is wouldn't you be at risk of setting off a landmine by planting the spinach? That's my, that's also my question. Um, but yes, <laughs> that's why neither of us are explosion experts or biologists. Ooh, True. <laughs> True. <clears throat> the thing that made me laugh was just all of the fake emails that people were writing as if they were spinach. <laughs> like what? There was one that was like, hey, Popeye, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> I have spinach in my fridge right now. I'm going to use it to make ravioli tonight, I think. You should ask it if it's okay with that first. Now yeah. we have to get consent from the spinach. <laughs> yeah, did anyone make jokes about spinach consent? I feel like there's an ad- the, the sort of thing is going to be really popular with the attack helicopter crowd. Yeah, definitely. Is, isn't there someone you forgot to ask? <laughs> <laughs> When you say that this 
meeting could have been an email, but you didn't ask the spinach. <laughs> this email could have been a meeting. They should build tools so that we can know why, like, babies are crying. Yeah. I don't I don't know why. Can babies send emails? You know? Well, maybe they should hold some spinach. Yeah, true. Or, like, I think it's positive. I kind of famously have, like, a black thumb. Uh, I know quite a bit about plants except for how to keep them alive. Um, <laughs> but I have a I have a basil plant in my window right now. I wish it could send me an email explaining why it looked dead last week and this week it's fine. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Actually, I think I know what happened, which was that it was really, 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 really cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have a plant in our house, and my roommate thought it was a jade plant, so we were looking up jade plants to see, like, the different varieties so that we could figure out which type it was, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like any of the types of jade plants that exist, and now oh. we, like, don't tr- really trust it, and it's, like, kind of scary because it's huge. You should take a picture of it and then reverse Google image search it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. They have apps that can, like, you take a picture of a leaf and it can tell you what plant it is, but they're really expensive. Mm, Okay, I'll try Google searching it. It's so funny to think about the type of person who has, like, $15 a month to spend on taking pictures of plants and trying to figure out what they are. That's so crazy. I guess, if you think about it, though, it's like people in their 50s who are, like, hobbyist bird watchers. They would definitely use that shit if it was, like, for birds. I guess so. Like, people that have identification hobbies have a lot of free time and presumably money. Yeah. I, something that I am interested in, but also too scared to actually do in, in practice, is, um, like, where we live, there are a lot of good local mushrooms. Mm. <laughs> I'm obviously too scared to pitch them and cook with them. Yeah, that's... Because I'd be scared to misidentify one and then, you know... My boyfriend and I would go Romeo and Juliet style. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) All mushrooms look the same. There's a society of amateur, I don't know what the English word is, mycologists. Mycologist. Mycologist. Okay, there you go. It's just the name of the society is in French. Yeah. But it's not because I am, I'm so bilingual that I can't remember the word for uh, mushroom hobbyist. <laughs> <laughs> well, once the mushrooms know how to send emails, they're not going to have any club anymore. They can tell me whether or not they're poisonous. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't teach them how to lie, though. <laughs> Anyways, do you uh, you have some updates also from the technology world? I do. Nike has just come out with a hands-free shoe. I'm going to send you on Twitter what it looks like, and you can tell me your opinion of the, of the design. Okay. Um, essentially what it is is it's a shoe that has kind of like a hinge. Okay. Um, and it has like a big rubber band along the sole that snaps them into place when you put your feet in them. Okay. So it's, it's, I think they look sick, but people were clowning on them, but they were actually designed with the help of a guy with cerebral palsy. Okay. Who was like, can you guys please make like an, like a hype beast shoe for people with disabilities? (laughs) (laughs) That's a cool idea. Yeah. People with disabilities can be hype beasts too. They're pretty sick. 
So the point is that there's like no laces to tie? The point is, yeah, you don't have to use your hands or anything. You don't have to use your hands at all to put them on. So it's like no. better even than like a slip on shoe. Exactly. Because there are quite a few hype beastie slip on shoes. These are like next level. These are like clip on shoes almost. Okay, well, I'm going to doodle Nike hands free shoe. I sent you a gif on Twitter of it. You sent me a gif on Twitter of it. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Oh, I think they look fucking cool. Same. I want a pair. They're sick. I don't think they look any different than other Nike cool shoes. No, they're, they just look like Nike slip-ons. Yeah. I like the colorway. Me too. Well, okay. I don't, I don't understand why that would be something to plan on. Yeah, people are like, oh my god, the design is so lazy, blah blah blah. It's like, okay, chill. Sorry that I don't want to use my hands. So lazy. Like, the way that they look is lazy. Yeah. And, like, know. it's for, like, lazy people. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Like, I don't want to work that hard sometimes. I don't understand what, like, is particularly... Well, you already discussed that it's, like, obviously going to be helpful for people that don't have, like, control over their finer motor skills, right? Um, but, like, I don't understand why people want to give themselves a pat on the back for it's like the difference between me and lazy people is that it takes me seven more seconds to put my shoes on yeah like are we really sure that's the difference like tying tying your laces and bending down is not exactly like a massive feat of mental fortitude no (laughs) like Like, congrats on having dexterity i suppose these are for lazy people i think people are so like strange about shortcuts yeah like who cares it doesn't matter it's like when people we were talking about this on on the internet recently but like when people are like all on their leggings aren't pants things it's like uh um or like eyes aren't boots it's like no they are serving the exact i don't want to get into fucking like you know, signifiers and things like that. But it's like they are serving the exact purpose of what you would operationally define as a boot or a pant or a shoe, right? Yeah, that's literally what they're doing. It's covering your foot and you can go outside in it. It's covering (laughs) your legs and your ass and your genitals in two separate pieces of fabric that are connected by the pelvis area and you can go outside in them. That's the like, function. Of if you pants. think it's ugly, just say you think it's ugly. <laughs> yeah, don't say it's not pants or it's not a boot or it's not a shoe. Or you sound dumb. Everybody can see that it is. Or it's for lazy people. It's like, what the fuck is the difference in difficulty between putting on leggings and pants or putting on like a sneaker with laces and a Nike shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. People really reward themselves for the stupidest shit. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, well, I tie my laces every day. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go get him fucking Franklin the turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. 
Timothy goes to school. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, fucking Arthur. <laughs> I bet you even know the bunny ears, too. Oh, my God. Like, congratulations. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like um, once you learn, once you learn all the rules, then you're like allowed to forget them or like break them or whatever. You know, it's like no one is telling someone who's like, I don't this is a stupid example, but no one's telling someone who is like a BMX trick bike rider or whatever. Like you're not riding a bicycle properly. It's like, no, I learned how to ride like a hybrid 10 gear bike yeah i'm doing it improperly like this it's like no i can tie my shoes therefore i don't have to prove that to the world every day i can wear whatever i want also some people can't tie their shoes who cares oh yeah and then it's like can you imagine how much of a piece of fucking shit you are if you're clowning on people who can't tie their own shoes you're like going going up to someone who has cerebral palsy and it's like uh sick shoes man you're a first grader and i'm a second grader (laughs) you're a baby you can't tie your shoes like (laughs) can you get a hobby It's like, never mind. Can you imagine how frustrating? Like, obviously, that's the reality for a lot of people. Like, it's like their body isn't doing exactly what they would they would want it to do. Right. But it's like, you know, you are, are so you have so few victories in your life that you have to pat yourself on the back for being a grown adult who is able to tie your shoes. Yeah, literally. It's like, maybe I feel bad for those people. Yeah, you're right. I think we know who the real losers are in this situation. And people, and people deserve to have cool shoes. I don't, I don't understand what the problem is. Me neither. Anyways. Oh my God. I like, it's, it just drives me crazy when people do like laziness discourse obviously like the disability thing definitely plays into it but it's just like what other people do is just like none of your business like obviously like I love to bake as a hobby but I'm not like ew I can't believe people would make cake from a box yeah or people would buy a pie crust like who cares I like Kate from a box. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, haters. I would eat a confetti cake any day of the week. Oh, uh, yum. <laughs> right? Like, I was raised on fucking stupid Betty Crocker and Dungeon Hines cake, so I'm not going to, like, turn my nose up on them just because I know how to make a fancy cake now. Yeah, it doesn't make you better than anyone. It just means that's what you enjoy doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, like, the difference the difference in like the function of baking a cake for me is that it's like a hobby versus someone who's baking a cake for a boss because they're like, let's say a working mom who has to provide a birthday cake for their kid's birthday or something. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, if anyone ever clowned on my mom for making like a cake from a boss when I was a kid, I would have punched them. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All that stuff. It's like, especially with cooking and baking, it's so like weird. People get so weird about it. You don't have to eat it. Like, no. It's one thing if someone made something that's just like, just like looks like fucking disgusting. You still don't have to tell them that. But I think it's a completely different thing when someone is just like cooking for convenience to feed themselves. You know, I'm not going to be like, 
oh, I can't believe you used sauce from a pad. Because, like, not everyone wants to fucking make homemade teriyaki sauce. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, most people don't care. Yeah, it's like food is a hobby for me that I enjoy and I like spending time on, but 80 plus percent of people just want to feed themselves and their families so they have gas in the tank to do the rest of the things in their life, (laughs) which is sweet. (laughs) Yeah, it just serves a function, which is like totally fine. Yeah, anyways, food, shoes. Get a life. <laughs> hater, hater alert. <laughs> First and last time you'll hear us say quit hating on the podcast. True. <laughs> um, I guess we should talk a little bit about Kevin Rachel Wood and the allegations uh, against Marilyn Manson. Oh, God. I know. It's not fun or sexy it's topic. Awful. Uh, so, Evan Rachel Wood and four other women came out with allegations against Marilyn Manson. He's denying them. Obviously, that was like uh, their whole relationship was kind of a long time ago, but I don't think that anybody would be surprised that it was exploitative, especially considering that when they got together, she was like a homeschooled 19 year old. <laughs> yeah, that really, that's something a lot of people don't realize, I think. Yeah, it's not just that, like, you know, it's, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's like, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, the, there are a lot of degrees. The, the age thing is one thing, but it's like, also, you could talk about, like, the power imbalance of, like, how much more advanced his career was. The pa- Yeah, the life experience. Her, and then... Also, like, on top of that, yeah, the life experience thing, like, it's like, okay, she, first of all, she's young, yeah, she's, like, relatively newish to, like, Hollywood acting music as a career, right? And then, furthermore, it's like, she lived a, like, sheltered life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds like, I think... Obviously, this is off the wave of the whole, like, Army Hammer thing, because Evan Rachel Wood has, like, talked about it before, but has never, like, specifically said who it was, even though everybody knew it was Marilyn Manson, who is, like, abusive. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, he did some pretty fucked up shit. Definitely. Allegedly. I don't think it's a surprise. (laughs) No. Well, that's what I don't understand, is, like, people are always, like... You, you get these people who are like, it's like, oh, they're playing this, like, character that's, like, tortured, like, character, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what what kind of mind frame do you have to be in to, like, pretend to act like that in the first place? Like, obviously, it's not an act. Yeah, I think that sometimes it's, like, people are, like, surprised because people who are, like, Marilyn Manson sometimes can actually be, like, super nice and normal guys. I guess. Right? And it's like, yeah, but I mean, like, there's, like, the whole subculture thing or whatever, Right. Like it's like even in like, I don't know, hardcore rap or anything. It's like everybody sings about like killing people. True. You know, a lot of these people are like really quite normal. There are also people like you talked about who it's like they sing about being a piece of shit. They are a piece of shit. It's really coming from reality. Right. Like no one is pretending like when Kevin Gates did his like. Kevin Gates did a song that was, like, uh, about beating women, basically. And then 
he tried to come around and say that it was like a domestic abuse awareness song. Right. And it's like, we know, that Kevin, we know that Kevin Gates has actually done like bad stuff in real life. Right. So it's like, okay. Or someone like, uh, like whatever, like, I don't know, Frankie Palmieri or someone in hardcore who it's like, all the songs are about how like, are just like misogyny shit. And then it's like, yeah, this guy has a turbulent personal life in real life. You know, yeah. like, well, yeah, and you get Marilyn Manson, like, someone who's, like, made music videos of him, like, beating up women and stuff, and it's like, okay, that's a little bit extreme for just, like, a subculture-type deal, you know? Yeah, I think sometimes it's, like, it's not that those, okay, it's not that doing or singing about those things automatically implies that someone is actually like that in real life, but... I think that a lot of the time it points in that direction. We talked about this like a long time ago on the podcast, but it was like when Louis C- the Louis C.K. thing happened and it was like so many of his jokes were about being a chronic masturbator. Yeah, exactly. How many jokes he had about like masturbating, like in public, or just or, like, like in in passing? Like part of the plot of the joke was that he was jacking off. Yeah, like, this guy was addicted to talking in public about jacking off. It's like, and then everyone's like, oh my god, I can't believe he jacked off in public. <laughs> right? It's like, I don't know, I think he was telling us that he jacks off in public. It's like, yeah, he was... <laughs> we were missing the plot all along, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, even with Aziz Ansari, then, like, it's like, he didn't... You know, story's still out on whether or not it was just kind of like a bad day. He was bad at sex. He wasn't reading the signals, right? Like, I'm not ready to really yeah. call him like a abuser. necessarily like an abuser, even though the, the story sounds bad. But it was like, okay, Aziz Ansari is bad at dating and sex. Interestingly enough, he has a whole TV show and a book about being bad at dating and sex. Yeah, like, we, we can probably confirm that that's true. Yeah, we have all of the information in front of us. <laughs> well, it's like, there was... I saw screenshots of, like, some interview that was done with Marilyn Manson where they were... He was talking about how when he was in a relationship with Evan Rachel Wood, there was, like, one day when he called her, like, 200 times, and, like, every single time he called her, he would, like, cut himself, and he was, like, telling her that, and it's, like, okay, like, I don't know why we're acting like this isn't, like, this is, like, a shocking, you know what I mean? Like, he's actively admitting to doing, like, crazy shit. Uh, that's horrible. Yeah. I know. I think that, yeah, like, we... We sort of knew that Marilyn Manson was probably, like, actually something of a freak, you know? But it's just, like, it is genuinely hard to tell sometimes because it's, like, obviously artists like him profit off, like, the shock value. But, I mean, because he actually said it in indirect reference to her in interviews, it's, like... Okay, well, and then I love when people put their, like, they use their weird fetishes and stuff as, like, an excuse for abusive behavior. Yeah, like, like it's the only way they can get off or whatever. I think that that's, that's kind of, like, a recent theme in, like, celebrity, <laughs> celebrity 
uh, call outs and stuff, I guess. Like the, I mean, obviously the army hammer one comes to mind, but it's like, he said that she was like per- participating in everything that they did together and that all of his partners have like consensually, but it's like, dude, if your thing, even if it's just sexual and it's not like a deep psychological problem, I'm not saying that the two can't be deeply interconnected. It's like, you think someone wants you to call them 200 times a day and cut yourself on the phone? Like, no. No. Obviously not. <laughs> that's, a, that's a you problem. Yeah, like, nobody wants that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, I can't really conceive of a world where two people are equally invested in that activity. But maybe Unless they're I'm both like naive (laughs) (laughs) unless they're both like deeply insane but that's clearly not the case here yeah i think that there are a lot of relationships where it's like both people are just egging each other on and they're both insane in their own ways and it's just like an extremely turbulent pairing of forces but that doesn't really seem what's going on in this case it kind of no. seems like it's wonderful <laughs> i kind of feel like he's the problem <laughs> i kind of feel like he's the problem yeah <laughs> anyways <laughs> it's not funny it's just it's so it's so sick yeah it's awful you know like even the army hammer thing or like the the Kevin Spacey thing where he's like, actually, those 14-year-olds wanted to fuck me in my ass with my own Oster statue. <laughs> <laughs> like, I <okay>. swear. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> God, I'm like, I don't know. I'm so, so blessed and humbled by the fact that I've, I've never met anyone who was into something that fucking sick. Yeah, that's like, some of this shit is just like next level, you know, like. I think rich people, it's just like, kind of like, I mean, I know Jeffrey Epstein had his own proclivities and stuff, but like a lot of the (laughs) people who, no, seriously, but I know a lot of people who were like, around him it seems like there's kind of this like disease where it's it's not that uh people are like exclusively perverts and then they get rich like rich people aren't all perverts but i think that there's probably this thing where like having whatever you want makes you incredibly bored and understimulated oh yeah it perverts you like you're just like looking for like a something like anything. A, new, a new thrill yeah a new sensation right like because it's like you can basically fuck whoever you want you can do all the drugs you want you can spend as much money as you want that's like what normal people do when they're looking for some sort of stimulation right so yeah it's like what's the last frontier like doing disgusting stuff because it's the only thing that makes your fucking heart pump anymore it's the only thing that makes your dick work like i'm sure that they just basically like stimulate their nervous systems like to death until the only thing that works for them anymore is like they've gone too far into like the beyond you know yeah and there's no coming back from that really no like the rest of us are just out here being like like 
hardworking, red-blooded American men <laughs> who, you know, can still <laughs> get excited about, like, a nice meal or, like, you know, a blowjob. We really understand the value of a dollar. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, mm, it's nothing like a dread cup of coffee and reading the newspaper. <laughs> oh my God, literally though. <laughs> like, oh wow, it's nice out today. You know, like rich people don't, <laughs> don't obtain joy from those things. No, they live, play, they can go wherever they want, anytime they want. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's kind of like, I never say that I don't want more money. Of course I do. But like, there are a lot of studies saying that basically once people make more than about like $70,000 a year, like they don't get any happier. Oh, I believe that. Right. Like as soon as you're making quite a bit of money to like live comfortably where you could probably like eventually like own a home and have a car that works and not worry about like whether or not the electricity is going to stay on or like whatever it you do not your happiness does not increase at all (laughs) yeah like i don't know it's just it's so disgusting and i feel like we're just gonna keep getting more and more stories like this as people come out about other celebrities and whatever i'm sure there's tons of them yeah me too i'm doing really like sick freak shit none of the people who have been exposed yet have made me really sad me neither. Um, I mean, I'm sure that I won't be like, it's not that I'll be like, oh, I have to d- continue to defend my fave and I will refuse to believe that they could have done bad stuff. <laughs> but I'm just saying that none of, no, no celebrity that I thought was like cool or really liked has been exposed as a, a sexual uh, abuser or anything yet. I'm just, like, not shocked when comedians are outed, even if it's a comedian that I like. And We know, we know comedians. We exactly. Know like, comedians I'm not surprised. Like, like no. they're all <laughs> freaks. Sorry, but... <laughs> um, I think I would be kind of sad if I found out that Kristen Stewart was, like, some sort of sick freak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. I, no one, no celebrity can ever disappoint me more than Gwen Stefani did when she started a dalliance with Blake Shelton. Well, so, exactly. It's like we've already seen the worst. I've already lost my innocence. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm was trying, pervert shit. I'm trying to think of who would really, really upset me. If the liberals ever managed to seriously pin anything down on Bernie Sanders, I think he, I would be sad because I, not because, you know, like I worship politicians or anything, but I have sort of come to think of him as America's grandfather. Yes, of course. So that would make me sad. Uh, I don't think it'll happen though. I think the, the worst information that they have on him is that he sat on a chair uh, I, <laughs> I think if they could definitively prove that Paula Abdul was not in that plane crash, I would be kind of sad because I just want to believe her so badly, you know? Believe women. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with the fact that Paula Abdul faked being in a plane crash, probably. Right? To cover is, up the fact that she has a pill problem. That is so much sexier than pretending to have cancer. <laughs> uh, or pretending to be from Spain. Mm. Oh my god. 
I don't know. I, I don't really love a lot of celebrities. You know, like I I don't really I don't really stand a lot of people. Like there's no one that if they're in something I automatically watch it. No. I think no. I sort of already know in my heart that Guillermo del Toro has to be a pervert because otherwise oh my God, yeah. how would he be able to make Pan's Labyrinth in the shape of water, right? So he definitely like, is. At least he probably only like nuts off to monster porn or something. Uh, yeah, like it's nothing harmful probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Should we talk about the internet? The internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Uh, do you have beef? I do. Okay. My beef is with Groundhog Day. <laughs> okay. Hey, it is Groundhog Day. It is. It's Groundhog Day today. Okay. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. Happy Groundhog Day. I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I think it's stupid. You're saying that there's no connection between whether or not Philip comes out of his hole. No, I don't think so. And whether or not we have an early spring. I know that's a hot take, but I don't think so. You know, I don't think I've even bothered in recent years finding out whether or not he came out of his hole. Does that sound bad? I don't know. That's how I feel. I'm apathetic about it. Maybe I've lost my joie de vivre. Like, I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I feel like that's the sort of information that, like, I don't know. Sometimes you can't avoid getting information from just going on the internet. But, like, my my internet usage really varies day to day. So sometimes something will happen and I just, like, won't find out. Because I'm not super online that day. Other times it's like I can't stop finding out about shit that I don't care about because I'm just like on my phone too much in one day or whatever. But I feel like the Groundhog thing is also kind of similar to another early February event in that now that I don't live with my family, that's just not the type of information that I get anymore, right? Like, the, whether or not the groundhog came out of his hole is, like, probably the type of shit that my mom would have said to me when I came downstairs to get my coffee in the morning when I lived with my parents. Yeah, and you're like, okay, how did you even find this out? And then she's like, look at the TV, and she's watching the news, because she yeah. has cable. Exactly. <laughs> and the news story is like, Phil came out of his hole. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, moms love, like, folk wisdom or whatever, right? So she's like, it's going to be in early spring, or it's, like, storming in the beginning of March. And she's like, well, in like a lion, out like a lion. Yeah, it's going to be nice at the end of the month. And you're like, okay. You're like, statistically, that's not how, okay. I have to walk no matter what. I have to walk to work. Yeah, uh, what is, yeah, my other one is every year I try to figure, not find out who wins the Super Bowl, or who's in the Super Bowl, preferably. Um, Yeah, that's real. I've been largely unsuccessful with that so far. Actually, two years ago, uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, I hung out with my boyfriend for the first time, and then I came and hung out with you at a Cadet Kelly watching party. That was great. In, instead of going to the Super Bowl, that was also very, like, 
our second episode of the podcast, maybe third. Third, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just reviewed Cadet Kelly. Because <laughs> <laughs> people events. care. <laughs> 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 listeners please if you haven't already go watch Trudette Kelly and then report back to us it's that time uh, of year it's so good <laughs> it's Cadet Kelly season yeah exactly okay that's in your beef do you have a beef I sort of do but it's very loose topically okay I want to talk about like the concept of, of if the shoe fits okay because <laughs> I keep thinking about um, me subtweeting somebody who doesn't, like, generally speaking, it's always someone who doesn't follow me on Twitter. And then oftentimes the wrong person assuming it's about them. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. That's happened to me before too. Right. So, or sometimes the person knowing it, it's about them. So like, okay, this is, it's very loose conceptually right now, but I'll cite a couple of examples, right? A while ago, I tweeted something like, do OnlyFans girls realize that they can crop their face out of their pictures because it's not exactly sexy when you're making like a facial expression that makes you look like a dead-eyed Victorian orphan? <laughs> Uh, and then so, so the girl who I was actually thinking of <laughs> replied and was like something shitty. And I was like, how? It's not like I only follow one girl with an OnlyFans account, right? Obviously, yeah. I follow lots of girls with OnlyFans how accounts. How did she know? Lots of, most of them don't crop their face out of their pictures. I was like, is this feedback that you've gotten before? Like, how did you right away know that it was about you? It, it was like... It wasn't even immediately after she had posted one specific picture where she looked like fucking little Timmy who was begging for some soup, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It was like when I tweeted about how dressing like shit isn't bisexual fashion and someone soft blocked me over it. (laughs) And it's like... If the shoe fits. You have... Yeah, if the shoe fits, but it's like... You do you have you received this feedback a lot of times, or do you just have extremely accurate knowledge of self? Like, how do you know when a sort of very generalized insult is specifically about you? But then on the <laughs> other, that that is one talent, I guess. Um, where someone send it to them and is like, is this about you? And it's like, you think there aren't a million girls who like have deeply sad eyes in their OnlyFans picture. That's not an insult to people with OnlyFans. It's just like, if you look weird in the face, just crop it out. It's not about you. Yeah, it's fine. Um, But there was another case where uh, this girl started a whole beef with me because I tweeted like, if you don't even have six minutes of stand-up, stop starting comedy shows because you're, like, running us out of venues by putting on such, like, horrible events. Yeah, like, they're not going to want to work with other good comedians. Yeah, and then someone started beefing with me in the comedian Facebook group and then posted a screenshot of that tweet, and I was like, (laughs) that wasn't even about you, but... 
I'm glad you don't think that you have six minutes of good Because you don't? You're ruining shows and venues. <laughs> like, that was so funny because I was like, and also this person doesn't even have Twitter. So it's like, it's funny that you think this about yourself and that your friend who sent it to you also thinks this about you. Meanwhile, I wasn't even fucking talking about you. Like, that's such a massive cell phone. They do apparently hate listen to this podcast, though. Oh, fuck it. I don't care. Which is like, why? So now Why like, do it? I don't understand. If you want to fill your, your life with poison, yeah, that's your own thing. But the, the funniest thing is, like, I didn't even start that beef. I was no. talking shit about someone completely different. And you straight up said, you were like, that was about X person, but okay. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. And he can take it up with me. He doesn't care. He doesn't care, of course. Like, the thing is, like, I'm not afraid to admit who I was shit-talking. Like, that's not the problem. If I don't like you, it's not a secret. No, of course not. (laughs) Why would it be? I don't want to interact with you. Oh, my God. Anyways, the point being, it's like, what... If you think poorly... Uh, like if you are a constantly suspicious person I think that you need to like work on that because you're just going around through the world with these like ideas about yourself that are just going to confirm themselves regardless of whether or not they're true like if you hold it in your heart like I don't have six minutes and I'm ruining venues every time someone (laughs) says that you're gonna think it's about yourself and internalize that right yeah like that's your problem if you're really if you feel that deeply why are you doing it if you feel if you know in your heart that when you take sexy selfies your face makes you resemble a dead-eyed victorian orphan (laughs) (laughs) it's not my fault for saying that If you really think think you look like shit, why are you posting about bisexual fashion? (laughs) Like (laughs) that was one of my darkest moments because the person I was talking about did know it was about them. And they replied and they were like, I was just joking, by the way, it wasn't a serious post. And I was like, "Okay, I'm also just making a joke. And then they like soft blocked me. all the time about like bisexual fashion and it's like yeah that's not like a unique brand of pose no i've seen it a million times yeah and they always look like shit that's why it's so funny like but then on the other hand sometimes someone is very obviously subtweeting you and then you reply and they're like, oh, my God, it wasn't about you. And you're like, OK, you're a fucking coward. Like when the yeah, girl, was girl it about tweeted, uh, I could start any podcast called like Dumb Slut Hour or like Stupid, yeah. Stupid Bitch Media and get a million dollars on Patreon and I quoted her and was like, we love the fans. And she was like, oh my god, it wasn't about you. I was like, okay, then who the fuck was it about? Know? Dump slut hour. We follow each other. You think I won't know? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> and then I think I quoted her on private, but I think someone sent it to her because she soft blocked me too. But it was like, uh, 
I quote tweeted her and was like, that's cool. I could get 25,000 followers without posting my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well well it's like if you can't if you can't stay in the heat get out of the kitchen you know what i mean don't be a fucking bitch online and then get mad when people call you out for it yeah well that's the thing is it's like when someone posts a subtweet that's so obviously about you and they expect you not to respond like if somebody posts a tweet and they're like this stupid bitch lesbian comedian i'm like hi like (laughs) from kingston ontario like (laughs) okay why do shaved head blonde bitches with free britney tattoos have so much fucking attitude yeah exactly it's like okay but it wasn't about me yeah exactly like i um and then it's it's the same it's like the online version of this thing that can't happen anymore which is like you know when you're like at a bar or like a club or whatever you're in line there's some girls in front of you in line who are loudly talking shit about you yeah and then you're like hi hello you What's can up? say you can say directly to me, and then they're like, "Oh my god, that bitch is so crazy! I just tried to start beef with me." And it's like, like you're the one talking shit. You're the one talking. Sh- I'm just engaging now. You're like, "Oh my god, so sorry. Totally wasn't about you." Like, "Oh my god, you are both a bitch and a coward." That's such <laughs> a bad combination of qualities. Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> but. I hate I hate a says something straight up mean and incisive and then it's like oh my god you can't take a joke type of thing. Uh, <laughs> okay, if it was a joke, why didn't you say anything funny? <laughs> where's the Where's the punchline? I'm waiting. <laughs> Anyways, my beef is if you're gonna subtweet, admit to it if the person calls you out, but. Also, by and large, don't run around with super low self-esteem and assume that every subtweet is about you. Like, yeah. it's such a bad way to live being like people are everyone is thinking about me and anyone is ready to insult me at any time. <laughs> and internalizing all of those things that people say, like, okay. They're like, oh, maybe I am a, a shit comedian who should crop my face out of my nose. Anyways, do you have a dumb bitch? I don't. Okay, neither do I. Well, people are still DMing me, calling me biphobic from my post that I did like three weeks ago. And to them, I have to say the beef is over. I've prayed since then. I'm a new person. I've completely, I've shed so many cells. Since I, I made that post, I'm 90%, not even the same person. Yeah, you, know? you have a, almost a completely different brain now. Exactly. <laughs> Neurology, bitch media. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. And you have a tweet. I do. My tweet is from at CIA GoFundMe. Okay, very funny account. I want a girlfriend so I can watch a bunch of feminist Amazon stand-up specials and Disney movies I watched when I was eight years old. <laughs> See, this, this is how I know that that guy's not a real misogynist. 
because <laughs> no but seriously he's saying that women have have shit taste and like that's the that's whatever yeah. but it's like if he's letting his girlfriend choose most or at least half of the things that they're watching he's not a misogynist like, he's not a misogynist right it's like i don't unfortunately like i'm so self-policing that i won't even choose anything if i think mike won't like uh that seems like reasonable though you don't want to force someone to watch something they won't like exactly it is reasonable but do i think that he provides me the same luxury not really okay true (laughs) but i don't think it's intentional i think it's because he truly believes that the things that he loves are really good and that everyone should like them which is kind of pure and fine you know it's not like she's gonna hate this three hour space movie or whatever But, but <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not gonna like I said earlier in the pod. It's like it's not gonna be Shit's Creek hour or no. new girl hour in the house. Like if I want to watch that, I just I'll just do it in the bath or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a space for that. Yeah. What kind of bad shit have you like subjected partners to watching? I've genuinely never subjected partners to watching bad things, but I have watched all of Gilmore Girls with a partner. Okay. And <laughs> all, all of it. All of Charmed. Oh my god, those are pretty bad. <laughs> and this is yeah. the worst one. This is all with the same person. Hmm. All of Once Upon a Time. What? Dude, Charmed Once Upon a Time and Gilmore Girls? Yeah. Okay. Really bad. Really bad. <laughs> The thing about, like, dating men is that you never get to watch anything mindless. Like... Yeah, there's always thinking thoughts. Hate. (laughs) I don't like thinking. I literally read books. You know, the watching content time is for turning the brain off. Maybe I should do it the other way around. Watch pensive things and just read, like, beach reads. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that. Ugh, fuck. Uh, the, even, like, I like action movies more than my boyfriend does. So even the mindless male types of media are still more in, like, my purview than his. <sighs> Life is so hard when you have to do thank you. Um, okay. My tweet is from... Oh my god. My picture that just came up on my phone is my brother holding my dad's old dog when she was a baby. Aww. Lily. <laughs> okay. Uh, my tweet is from Gnome Chomsky. Okay. Like gnome, like garden gnome. Yeah. Uh, and she said, gay sex is rooted in misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh, you don't hate women? Then why don't you fuck one? (laughs) Damn, you must really hate women if you won't even fuck them. (laughs) That's what I thought. It's funny because Damon are usually way better allies to women than men who actually fuck them. Sometimes. Sometimes Damon are deeply evil to women. That's true. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the time I was interacting with the like the oldest twink in the world who's a local comedian. Yes. And I was at a gay the oldest twink <laughs> in the world. <laughs> what a title <laughs> i was at an lgbt comedy show and he was yeah. hosting and i was just chilling there and he was talking to me and he was like this is so crazy and i was like what and he was like talking to you feels like talking to a girl <laughs> and i was like i am a girl and he was like well you know what i mean and i was like i really don't <laughs> the thing is that would be so funny if he was joking i know but he was being so serious <laughs> straight guys trying to do that that bit sometimes where they're like they're attracted to you but they're trying to make fun of you for like being a tomboy or whatever yeah like oh my god i almost thought you were a girl for a second and you're like ha 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 ha." classic Laugh it up, folks. Also, all the gay men in fashion who are, like, not attracted to what women's bodies look like a lot of the time. So they've just, like, made women look more and more like clothing rats. Yes. (laughs) Or they dress them like boys. Yeah. Placidly. Or they, they, like, make them, like, strap down all of their parts. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> they, they're trying to see, they're trying to live their life on the, like, skinny woman to, like, twink continuum. Yeah, they're like, it's basically the same. <laughs> Enforced androgyny is a, a, a misogynist project by the gay men. Oh my god, it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, something to think about for the listeners uh, until we come back next week. Of course. Uh, and for everybody listening, I was just on an episode of Kino Lefter, a, another Canadian leftist podcast about movies with our friend Evan, and that should be coming out in the next week or so. It's the 101st episode. So exciting. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Okay, stop. <laughs>